When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, good morning, and happy Friday to everyone. My name is Nathan Hirsch. This is your morning bucket Joe here on Talk the Plank on the Fan First Sports Network. The Pittsburgh Pirates, mercifully, were given an off day on Thursday. That's right, they were not able to lose because they did not play. And uh, I'd say that's a good thing because the Pirates have been dreadful over the last 10 games they have lost nine we all know this they've only scored a handful of runs in their past 10 games but here we are it's may 12th the pittsburgh pirates are 21 and 17 they remain in first place in the national league central by a slim half a game margin which it's crazy. The Pirates are 1 and 9 in their last 10, but the Brewers are 2 and 8 in their last 10. So they've been almost as equally dreadful as the Pirates have been. And I've just been thinking, why have the Pirates been so bad lately? And it's easy to say the offense, that's the number one reason, but why has this offense been so bad? And you look at it over these past 10 games, the Pirates Lead Major League Baseball in strikeout percentage, 27%. They're striking out more than anyone. Their collective slash line as a team, 181, 274 on base, 291 slugging. This team is slugging less than 300 over the last 10 games. They've been a bit unlucky. The BAPIP is at 243, which is lower than league average this season, but... I mean, the WRC plus, 59, and you look at it, guys like Carlos Santana has been struggling. He's hitting 133, 289, 200 since this 10-game slump has started. Jack Sawinski, 069, 206, 172. He has struck out nearly 50% of his plate appearances since... This slump has started. Rodolfo Castro, 150, 292, 300. Jihan Bay, 200, 273, 250. Even Connor Joe, I mean, he's been pretty solid, but his numbers have dropped. He's pretty much regressed a little bit back to the mean, 233, 324, 443. And that's one of the better slash lines that this team has seen. Why such a quick and sudden turn from having one of the top offenses in Major League Baseball to having the second worst over a 10-game span 
and somehow the Pirates haven't had the worst offense. It's actually been the Cleveland Guardians who have a team WRC plus of 28 over their last 10 games. So we've had it bad. Cleveland has had it slightly worse, which is hard to believe. But just thinking about it, this team was due to regress. We know that. And multiple players are having pretty awful slumps right now, all at the same time. That is playing a part. And when you look at the bottom of the lineup, Austin Hedges is an automatic out. He's been an automatic out all season long. Now you add Chris Owings to the mix. He was just called up this week. Uh, He's had two starts so far. He'll probably get a pretty decent chance. He's pretty much an automatic out. Whenever you just stack lineups with automatic outs, which right now, over the past 10 days, they've had about four or five automatic outs. The only players on this team since this slump has started that aren't total automatic outs, Brian Reynolds, he's had a WRC plus of 95, slightly below average. Connor Joe, WRC plus 105, slightly above average. Andrew McCutcheon, who actually missed time during this slump, uh, he missed pretty much the whole toronto series he's been all right 155 wrc plus kind of skewed a little bit by the fact that he's had two home runs in 27 plate appearances but he's been all right cabrian hayes (laughs) you you look at it you think he's been doing all right lately still a 75 wrc plus he's hitting 265 324 slugging less than 300 that's at 294 since this slump has started so everyone all at once is bad just automatic outs after automatic outs and i do think that this team is really pressing at the moment and they have been because whenever a team can't hit they have to be perfect in every other aspect of the game they have to pitch perfectly which they haven't they have to field perfectly which they haven't. The base running has been an absolute disaster over the past few games. So many outs on the bases. And since this slump has started, the Pirates have, as a team, nine stolen bases in 10 games. All right. Close to one steal per game. They've been caught stealing six times. Nine for 15 is awful when it comes to stealing bases. That's six outs just given away over these past 10 games. You can't have that. So everyone is pressing. I'm hoping personally that yesterday's off day was just an opportunity to take a deep breath, forget about baseball for a day, travel to Baltimore, get their heads straight, get their heads clear, and just remember, they don't have to press. It's only May. It's funny. In the Neil Huntington era, when this team was coming up, 2011-2012, They were good into June, and then the collapse happened in August and September. This season, the Pirates were awesome in April, and we're already getting a collapse in May. Honestly, maybe that's a good thing. Maybe they can just play terrible for a few weeks here and get back to where they were, but I just think the combination of having so many automatic outs in the lineup... Austin Hedges can't be the starter anymore. He just can't. He can. This team cannot afford to have an automatic out starting five days a week. Chris Owings cannot be the starting shortstop moving forward. It has to be Marcano. It has to be Tucapita. The optimal lineup, I would say, for this team would be Cabrian Hayes hitting first, playing third base. 
Brian Reynolds hitting second, playing left field. Andrew McCutcheon DHing, hitting third. Carlos Santana still hitting fourth. He'll he'll snap out of it. He's at first base. Connor Joe right field. He's hitting fifth. Jack Solinski center field. He's hitting sixth. Rodolfo Castro second base. Jason Delay hitting eighth and catching, getting everyday real at bats. And Tucapita Marcano rounding out the lineup, hitting ninth. At least there, there's not a complete automatic out. That lineup right now does have a lot of automatic outs at the moment, but theoretically, one through nine, you at least know that you're going to get a competitive at-bat with guys like Hedges, guys like Owings, Josh Palacios. I'm sorry, I just don't have any faith. Miguel Andujar, I'm sorry, I have zero faith whatsoever when those four hitters come to the plate. And we should be getting a roster update at some point today. The Pirates do need to add a relief pitcher to the team. So I would guess Miguel Andujar is the odd guy out. I would guess that he is the one that will be DFA'd, but we have to see still. But this team just needs to just relax. It's a long season. They've looked lifeless and dead for the past 10 games. And they're lucky that Mitch Keller had the best start of his career to give them their only win in those 10 games. But just relax. The schedule isn't, it's not ridiculously daunting for the rest of this month. We'll get into the Orioles series here. But you look at it, they play the Orioles for three games, have another off day. Then they get the Tigers, who are terrible, for two games. They get to host Arizona and Texas, which, for those opponents, they're making the East Coast trip to Pittsburgh, so the Pirates should be, in theory, they should have a slight advantage. And then to round out May, the Pirates do go out west to play Seattle and San Francisco, and hopefully by then they're at least playing better because those could be some rough series if the Pirates are not performing. But looking at this Baltimore series, Baltimore is really tough. They are. You look at their roster, Adley Rutschman, catcher, is an absolute beast. He could have easily won Rookie of the Year last season. He came in second to Julio Rodriguez, but he was a five-win player. This season, he's hitting 274 with a 401 on base, 422 slugging. He's their best player. He catches. He does it all. He's pretty much their wonder boy. He's awesome. They also have Cedric Mullins, Anthony Santander, Austin Hayes provides some power. Jorge Mateo for the Orioles has actually been really great. He's probably been their most valuable player up to this point. Six home runs, 12 steals, a power threat, and a speed threat. He's one of the fastest players in baseball. He's slugging 515 this year so far. Uh, they have Gunnar Henderson, who hasn't been great, but the rookie... He's getting on base at a 344 clip, even though he's hitting 175. Old friend Adam Frazier is with the Orioles, so we'll see if we get to see any of him. Looking at these pitching matchups, though, Yohan Oviedo gets the start tonight. He has struggled mightily in his past three starts. Last start gave up six earned runs. The start before that gave up seven earned runs. The start before that, he gave up four earned runs. So he needs to pick it up. He needs to do a little better. Hopefully, against the Orioles, he can start to turn things around. He will be opposing 
Kyle Bradish, who has also struggled. Both of these pitchers have ERAs well north of five. Bradish, in his last start, gave up three runs over five, and the previous start before that gave up three runs over four and two-thirds. And the start before that, he got lit up for seven over two and a third innings. So not the... Not the greatest of pitching matchups for tonight's game, but the Pirates, hopefully, they can get things rolling with the offense and score some runs. On Saturday, Rowanzi Contreras opposes Tyler Wells. Tyler Wells has been pretty solid this season. He has a 3-1-5 ERA. He's made six starts, 40 innings pitch total. In his last start, he gave up one run over five, but in the previous start to that, he gave up four over six. Previous start to that, he gave up two over five and two-thirds. I trust Rowans and Contreras, though. He's struggled over his past few starts, but Contreras' stuff is too good to struggle for a prolonged period of time. I expect him to perhaps bounce back. And on Sunday, Mitch Keller gets the start for the Pirates. It is Mitch Day. We're excited for that. He will be opposing Kyle Gibson, who this season, over 47 innings pitched, has a 4.4 ERA. In his last start, he was solid, giving up two runs in six innings. But in the start before that, he gave up six over six and two-thirds. So pitching matchup-wise, I don't hate it for the Pirates. They just have to hit. It's as simple as that. I do think the Pirates do have a chance to win some games in this series. So we'll see. Everyone have a great weekend, though. We'll be back with the Morning Bucket Joe on Monday. Hopefully by then the Pirates give us something to cheer about. But uh, that's it for me, Nathan Hirsch. Follow Talk the Plank on Twitter at Talk the Plank Pod. And uh, have a great weekend. Peace out.